Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. The world has no way to clean itself. That's why there's so much dust. And on the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. I thought I recognized you. I gave you a plate of corn muffins back in 1947 to paint my chicken coop, and you never did it. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, oh man, I'm a fucking beggar now. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to potty time. Uh, so let's get into it. Dr. Scientist, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? What's going on with you? Not a whole hell of a lot, man. Uh, I finished up Monster Sanctuary. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, uh, you wrapped it up. How long did uh, that run you? 25 hours over five weeks or so. You numb it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. He numbed it. No, it means he liked it, right? Or really hated it and wanted to prove something to himself. Or it's an easy numb. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> okay. There we go. Uh, It's good. Play it if you like those games. What I watch? Yeah, well, what'd you watch? I watched the first couple episodes of the new season of Picard. Picard? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's interesting on where they're going. What season is this? Uh, three? They just keep going. Question huh? mark? Might be four. I think it's three. You wouldn't know what's going on if you didn't watch like a whole bunch of Star Trek in your life, so mm. I guess you could watch it. But I've heard from the Star Trek fans that they like Picard. I do Maybe right now. They not love, but they like it. I didn't like season two so much, but three, it's getting there. They got all the old folks back. Oh, it's working back. Cool. Yeah, Riker's there, and uh, nice. Beverly Crusher. Nice. Did they say this is the last season, or is there going to be a fourth? I think this is the last one. I remember them saying something like, the show's end is is here, but I don't remember if it was after season four or three. Well, I mean, but... Patrick Stewart's got to be like 80-something. Still doing it, though. Yeah. Still kicking ass, still making money. Yeah. But it's good. I'm hoping... Uh, all the episodes come out soon so I can watch the whole thing. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. You know, everybody knows how that rolls. Sure. We are a very anti-weekly release podcast, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, binge life forever. Don't You can't just give me that and then take it away again. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, fucking right? horse shit. What is this? Horse shit. Fucking 94? Come on, man. <laughs> right? Do I have to tune into a fucking channel, too? What <laughs> 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 do you think this is? The Stone Age? Do I have to dodge dinosaurs while I'm at it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Got to get on the roof and move the antenna around. <laughs> uh, watch commercials. You and then we can all the... talk about the commercials because they all happen in the same market. Oh, yeah. You got to mess with the V-hold. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, dude. <laughs> Every time I watch YouTube, I think about pain just to get rid of the commercials. Oh, my God. Seriously. I took the plunge. Never been happier. Never I, in my I, life. I got I to do it. I've been fighting to. it and fighting it and fighting it. And then I watched the video the other day, and I swear to God, there was commercials every five minutes. Was it the video for this game? Dread out. Oh, did it have a commercial like it every five minutes? So oh, it was God. like every two minutes, dude. It was like 47 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There 20 was, commercials. It was easily that many. Man, you guys, you got to do it. You like? I'm going to go on my app right now and do it. <laughs> I did it, and I went for the premium. And my thought process was, well, I mean, if it if it doesn't work out, I can always cancel whenever. Who cares? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I went back 
home to Pennsylvania, was watching a YouTube video at my sister's house, and they had all the ads. And I'm like, I am, I forgot about this. I'm so <laughs> fucking glad I never have to watch it. Damn. And they were on the same thing, like, yeah, but I don't know if I should pay to the. the. I'm like, do it, absolutely do it. All right, you might done. Sold me. Good. Trust me, your life will be better. Right on. To save like at least fucking ten minutes every video you watch. Yeah. And I can watch every video right away. There's nothing worse than it will resume after this ad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially ones you can't skip. Yeah, that's what I mean. Fuck that. The fun part about that, too, is now that you don't see them, you're going to get mad at the YouTube videos you watch that have sponsored content in them. Like uh, when someone does an ad read, yeah, you're like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is this? I paid money to not see ads. <laughs> <laughs> and this asshole's talking about HelloFresh or whatever. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Anyway. The only other thing I (laughs) the only other thing I really watched this week was uh I watched a 15 hour playthrough of SMT Nocturne speedrun on hard true demon ending. It's like the hardest thing to do in the game. Now, when you say you watched that, do you mean like you made a day of it and like got popcorn and sat there and watched it, or it was like on the no 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 it was like hour and a half two hours at a time. Oh, Oh, okay. But still. It's so. I mean, I like that game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's like, okay, I've had such problems with it. Seeing people go through this on hard mode, having not a problem, I was like, interesting. It's just one of those things I'm not gonna understand. So if it makes you happy, fucking do it, buddy. Awesome. Oh Jesus, I dropped something. (laughs) (laughs) But it's gone forever. (laughs) If you ever played the game, if you ever played the game, watch someone speed run it, and you'll be pissed off. That's fair because it's extremely hard, and they do it fast. Those are the worst when you, like, there's two things that I used to do when I was really going for Platinums. Like, if it was a time trial and I was off by, like, a whole bunch, I'd be like, well, I'm clearly doing something wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this method correctly. Maybe I missed a game mechanic and it'll get closer. Right. But uh, the worst is when you watch the speed run, you're like, I feel like I'm doing the exact goddamn same thing. Oh, there's, that's how I broke two controllers. (laughs) <laughs> they're making it look so it easy it wasn't your anger issues no <laughs> no no it was trying to do the time trials in shadow of the colossus oh yeah there's one that's like a minute and a half and i was uh, the quickest i could do it was like five or six minutes I'm like what the fuck am i doing wrong and i go watch people on youtube and they're doing the exact same thing as me just faster <laughs> yeah. and then i twist the controller until it breaks. <laughs> the best is when it doesn't break but you know the buttons are fucked up now yeah yeah or you hear a little crack on the outside plastic <laughs> I haven't, uh, yeah, and then you shake it and just hear something in like a piece of plastic. Uh, I haven't had any real anger with the PS5 controllers yet, but I feel like that's gonna, that's a robust controller. Yeah. That's gonna take some, the PS3, if you ever pick those up after you've played PS5 for a while, it feels like a baby's toy. Like I could snap it. Yeah, they're so light. The PS5 is so girthy. Right. That's the best word to describe it, girthy. It's a girthy controller, man. And talking about lovers of girth, why don't we go to Papa Scotch and hear what he has to say. Who's the Segway master now? (laughs) What the hell happened? He took a class. He he must have. Last week, he took a class. uh, So what did I play? I'm going to start talking about this. I played through an entire game of the Dead Space remake. All right. Okay. An entire game? I, I beat it already. It's I, only like seven hours, though, right? Well, I was speed looking running. around a lot, and I was like going like back minutes. backtracking to do like stuff. So I think it took me 13 or 14 to get through. Right. But I immediately fired it up, and I'm playing another playthrough right now. Like, it is really well done. Yeah, but you love the first game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the I original know, game was really well done, too. You love the game. 
Yes, but this is. Does different. this one have a marker in it too? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a one for one copy. Like the inventory system oh, is yes? different. Oh, nice. The guns have multi fire modes and specialties. Oh no! Nice. So what's different Which about the story? So I don't know if you guys remember. If you guys uh, listening at home want to go check it out, we did Dead Space One. Go listen to that episode. A long time ago. A while ago. But uh, basically, I, I don't know if you guys remember because we talked about it so long ago. But in the first one, they don't really talk about unitology or the unitologist till like right. three quarters through the story. Yeah. Uh, this starts that talk much earlier. And there's the way they handle Nicole is different. Like it's less ambiguous that she's dead, but she certainly is dead. Well, it should be ambiguous she's dead. Isn't that the point of the whole first game? Well, they don't just come out and just say she's dead. No, but in the first, the original 2007 or 8 or whatever it was, in that game, like, you kept seeing things that were weird. The marker kept fucking with your head. You didn't know what it was. Uh, there was a lot less of that. It was a lot more streamlined, and the weird marker stuff didn't get didn't really happen until you were near it. Oh, okay. But uh, one of the people on the ship made it off with you in the beginning instead of them all dying immediately. Right. So uh, basically they changed it. So if you played the first one, you didn't have to go through all the nonsense of not knowing what's going on. Yeah. I think just the way they moved the story around a little bit and added things or removed things. It seemed like this could be like a relaunch of a dead space Two That's a completely different game than the one we got originally. Oh. Or they could just do a remake of that. Cause it felt it felt like when they first made Dead Space 2 and like started production on that, or rather finished Dead Space 1, they had an idea where 2 was going to go, but they didn't know exactly, so they didn't like tailor it to be a perfect right. first edition of Dead Space 2, but this one they did. Like they added things that are going to flow into the sequel a lot more better. A lot more better. That's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I'm really it looks amazing. The necromorphs like peel now, so you shoot them in the arm. And like all their muscle flies off, and it's just a bone you still have to shoot off. Oh, uh, oh yeah. It's if you liked the first one, this feels like a real, real good job at how a remake should be done. It doesn't feel like just a updated graphics re-release. Is there any bio recombinating? That's that's all there is. Are you kidding, Necromorphs? <laughs> yeah, right. Speed run of Dead Space, hour and eight minutes. Yeah. I believe that. There's also a uh, alternate ending you can get now. In New Dumb. Game Plus. In New Game Plus only. All right. Yeah, That's New why Game you played Plus, it the second time. Yeah, there's like uh, 12 markers that are hidden around, like little collectibles are hidden around the maps. And if you put them all together in Mercer's room, a sound happens and then you get the special ending. Ooh, a sound. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. You must if have you liked the first on that, huh? And I'm telling you guys too, like you too, it's worth playing if you like the first one. All right. Fair enough. I'll wait for it to be free or something. I, we talk about this every week. I got too many other games to play. I've already played Dead Space like three times. <laughs> That's fair. I, I mean, this was just, this was my first Platinum. It means, it's, it's got a special place in my heart. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And I love the game. Anyway, so I watch stuff too. Um, starting with SLC Punk. Oh, oh shit. Fantastic film. Fantastic film. Good. Haven't seen it in years. The wife had never seen it. So I'm like, let's do it. Let's watch it. And she's like, I don't know what this is about. Because, like, she it's had better no if idea you don't. What the movie was. Yeah, just go in blind. I forgot how fucking funny it was. Like, Mark is fucking hilarious. The plant guy? No, the, the drug dealer, Mark, where he's, oh, yeah, he has yeah. the house he keeps trying to show off. <laughs> yeah, those were my two quotes, like, <laughs> last couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And then Jason Seagal, I forgot, was in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, he loves the plants. He's the plant guy. Yeah, he's the botanist. I want to fuck. No one's fucking for the plants, man. <laughs> so, like, he busted out of his handcuffs and kicked the back windshield <laughs> out of the cop car. Oh, yeah. And it took us two weeks to get him to admit it was him. 
<laughs> Did she cry at the end? I, I You could see her tearing up a little bit. I, I'm crying thinking about it. <laughs> Come on. It's an emotional ending, man. I only watched two other movies. They're very weirdo things. The first one, have you guys ever seen Stay Tuned? Yeah. Where the aliens, no, they get sucked into like a television or something. Yeah. Yeah, dog. I've seen that a long time ago. Yeah. It's worth revisiting. It's fucking awesome. Is it really? Like, it's still fun. I mean, it's insane. It's stupid, but it made me laugh, and I love the bits. Because I hadn't seen it for so long. I didn't, like, I missed the bits as a child versus an adult. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, when you watch it at a different age, you get other jokes. Good call. Good call. Uh, like, I don't think I ever understood the Three's Company reference, because I watched it when I was so young. Nobody understands Three's Company. That's fair enough. <laughs> but it's really good. Check it out. It's about uh, John Ritter is this TV addicted asshole whose wife is about to leave him. He does a free trial of this new TV system, which is hilarious looking back at that technology. And <laughs> he and his wife get sucked into the satellite dish that's out back, which takes them into the world of the TV. But it's all like demon devil themed versions of existing shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, the object is to kill them before 24 hours happens. If they survive 24 hours, they get to go back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Check it out. I also watched uh, another movie. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It's I think it's an old one. Uh, what is what I've written down. Transylvania 65000. <laughs> oh, you finally watched it? I finally watched it. Isn't it fantastic? It was not what I was expecting <laughs> at all. <laughs> I can't believe you never saw it before. It's... I've never seen it. I, I figured like maybe I watched it when I was a kid, just forgot. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's playing through. I'm like, I've never seen any of this. <laughs> it's weird, right? It was, uh, yeah. It was something. It was really weird. I was expecting more of a comedy like it was there was like michael richards was really yucking it up with his fake leg bits <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about the fake leg. i always i always remember the banana peel but doesn't he have like a little puppet at one point that's yeah. like kicking his ass yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's very silly uh it's basically for those of you out there it's about two guys that work for like one of those like weekly world news wild ass rags that just yeah. make up shit about aliens abducting people and they hired them to uh, give it more legitimacy. So they go to Transylvania to do a story about fucking Frankenstein. They run a Dracula, a Wolfman. Mummy. Mummy. Gina Davis, by the way, as the oh, yeah. Yeah, the vampire. Mm-hmm. She nailed it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's go see Transylvania 6. <laughs> it's available anywhere. Uh, that's all I did. How about you there? Sir Chomp Slap. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, put in Ghost of Tsushima a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's play a little bit here and there. Nice. When, you went back to it, eh? Yeah. When Willie Snail just pisses you off, you just <laughs> put something else on. Or play the the exit game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that for a while. Yeah, me too. But the trophy for that is like get to level 100. I'm like, jeez. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll go to 20. <laughs> I think I ended at 13. Yeah. It, was, it was like, this is too much. But yeah, I played that. And then I played... Uh, a little little game called Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, is this your first playthrough? I is that swear a new one? I've played it before. No, no it's, it's old. The, I know. It, uh, it was one of the first. It coined the term. It's the Vania part of Metroidvania. Yeah, it's the, the Castlevania. Oh, wow. But it was like, I don't know. I was going through PlayStation just seeing what was on sale. And it was like $3 for that and Rondo of Blood. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I played through that so many times. Yeah, it's a good game. Classic. Yeah. How far did you get? Right. Did you get to the Upside Down Castle at all? Not yet. I think I just got all the shit. Just 
got the, the oh. turn no mist and oh yeah all that jazz gotta get the spike breaker armor you know i gotta go all the way through it again you know how it is it's mm-hmm. castlevania it's a, it's yeah. it's one of the original metroidvanias but yeah mm-hmm. Good, mm-hmm. good stuff i watched uh this one talladega nights you guys ever <laughs> hear this one no wow <laughs> you finish first or last <laughs> if you're not first you're last that doesn't even make sense. There's all kinds of other places you could finish. <laughs> Second, third. Every time I think about that movie, I'm like, well, it wasn't as good as Anchorman. It wasn't as good as Step Brothers. Like it, I remember it being kind of shitty. And then I watch again. I'm like, this is great. It like, is so why, good. Why am I such a curmudgeon about this? I think it's better than Anchorman. Walker and Texas Ranger. I don't know. Now I have to watch Anchorman again. It's been a long time. Since I still think Step Brothers is the best out of all of them. I think when I watched them the first time out of that group, I loved Anchorman the best. But now, as I'm older, I think I'm gravitating towards Step Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's another conversation for a different podcast. Close <laughs> so. But it was great, and then it got me in the mood to watch more like Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> oh, that's a weird one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, he's in it. Yeah, but I mean that's. Not what I expected next year after that. So I was like, oh, what's my favorite MCD movie? The Slam and Salmon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I haven't seen that. Dude. I don't think I've ever seen it's it. Wow. his best role uh, ever, dude. It's so funny and dumb. Is he like the, I, I guess he's like an analog of like Mike Tyson or Evander, like a whole bunch of just old retired boxers, right? Yeah, he's just like an old retired boxer. Who owns a, May he rest in peace. A nice restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's the fucking super trooper guy. Yeah, he was in but. Sin City. I'm trying to look if there was a better one that he was in. Yeah. Well, he's in the island for like a little bit. <laughs> Armageddon. The Green Mile. Great. I know. The whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Armageddon. I forgot he was in Armageddon. Yeah. Well, everyone was in that movie. Yeah. Dude, but the Slam and Salmon. Oh, forget about it, man. He's so funny. When he's, he's talking to like a Japanese businessman, he's like, <laughs> if candies and nuts was... Wait. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And this lady's trying to translate. He's like, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was the voice of Atlas in God of War 2. Interesting. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah, but he's he's a great guy. Love him. Then I watched uh, The Meg. I don't know why. That the Megalodon movie? Yeah. That's entertaining. I was like, I haven't seen this in a while. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's weird that you'd watch it because you haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> I was like, eh. <laughs> it was kind of like one of those I'd put on in the background, but then I started watching it, watching it. Yeah. Like, no, that happens. I know what you mean. Yeah. It, well, it's still not that great, but it's not bad. No. I thought it was like the first time seeing it. Seeing it once isn't bad, but. Yeah, whatever. Oh, he was Wilson Fisk in the original Daredevil movie. Oh, yeah. Was he? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, like I knew what he's talking about, but yeah. Yeah, Colin Farrell was Bat Bullseye, and he was well, he was the kingpin. Either way, great actor. Everybody knows it. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I also watched one other movie. This is a fucking wild one. It's called Mind Cage. Hmm, okay. it's possible. Okay. I've seen that. I've yes. seen lots of mind movies. Martin Lawrence. No, and John no. Malkovich. No, 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 no. I, I definitely not one. it. Then John Malkovich plays this uh, like the artist. They call him because he's like an old serial killer that does sets up his victims in a weird way. And there's a copycat. It's kind of like Silence of the Lambs, but oh. uh, I watched Silence. Wait, wait, wait! It's Silence of the Lambs, and the Clarice role is being played by Martin Lawrence. Yeah, kind of, but it's not Silence. Of the, uh, it reminds me of another movie I saw with exactly the same thing, where the 
there was like an artist posing people. Yeah, like, yeah, it's exactly. I wish I could think it's of the name. Like of it. so, it's an amalgamation of so many other movies, and then just like how it's explained at the end is so stupid. Um, I'm gonna have to watch this one. What's it called? Mind Cage. Mind Cage. Yeah, I mean, I'll put it on the list of other things I didn't ever watch. <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch. I mean. If you're a Martin Lawrence fan, like like all of us are, yeah, of course, go check it out, man. It's it's something. I didn't even. Know, what year is it? Twenty twenty two. Oh, really? Yeah, it's that new. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like seeing uh, the first user review on IMDb. It's a five out of ten score, and it says the definition of meh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's a solid rating, I guess. Then five out of ten. It's something you can watch, but. You wouldn't want to talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> like, no, oh, we did. I mean, even the trailer looks not as good as the other movie I saw. It's exactly like it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like so many other movies. I mean, you know, yeah. trying to catch a serial killer, blah, blah, blah. Talking to the guys. Yeah, I don't know. And the serial killer is like a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know it just it has to serial kill. But yeah, check it out. That and the Slam and Salmon, if you haven't seen that. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. All right, well, uh, with that then, if you're all done there, search. Oh, slap. yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. Let's go ahead and walk right into the plotty time vibe check. Ooh. What? Ooh. What's that? Is that a vibe? Oh. No. That's not a vibe. Is that? No, that's not. But that is. <gasps> Every week we go over vibe check shit. This week, uh, <laughs> did you guys hear that Sony is kind of thinking that possibly there's rumors out there that there's going to be another PlayStation handheld? Really? I thought they totally got rid of that after. if it's not, if it's not anything like a switch it's a waste of time and money well the interesting thing that they're talking about is uh in their playstation's roadmap for 2023 they already did like they've already released this year the dual sense edge controller which i guess nobody fucking bought and the psvr2 which people bought and never used yeah <laughs> and now there's there's a supposedly there's going to be the rumor okay the rumors Don't are that yourself, there's man. Calm down. yeah yeah <laughs> oh he's a little excited the rumors are that there's going to be a new PS5 hardware model in September with a detachable disk drive. Oh, yeah. We talked about that already. And the handheld they're talking about is a remote play handheld. So it's kind of like a Switch. I think it's more for like if you want to be somewhere else in your house, but you're not in front of your PS5, you can use this handheld to remote play. Yeah, don't you can oh. do that on your phone. You could just sit in front of your PlayStation. Yeah, but if you're taking a shit. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> It'll allegedly include an 8-inch screen and full DualSense functionality, allowing you to play new-gen games all around your house and potentially further a field where a strong Wi-Fi connection is available. Oh, okay, so it has to be, yeah. Fuck that strong Wi-Fi connection. What are these people? They live in another country that's not the United States? <laughs> I know, right? Tell them. Yeah, yeah but can't, they, they do. It's Sony. But you can remote play on your phone. Just get like an attachment yeah. for a, a controller, and you can just do that. I have the option every time I look at it. Yeah. And I still don't ever use it. No. And I have, I've had that since the first day of PS... Well, at some point, PS4 introduced it, right? Did PS3... Yeah. Wait. You can play PS3 on your either Vita or... Well, you needed yeah. a special Sony phone. No, you could actually do it on your PS Vita. I remember being able to play it on my Vita. It was it was kind of difficult, though, and a little clunky. Yeah, it didn't work that well. Like it, There was significant lag, if I remember testing it. Yes, correctly. yeah, yeah, me too. Which was good if you play like turn-based games or something, but not anything else. Yeah, that's just silly. That's a, that's a waste. What are you doing, PlayStation? Uh, there's also a report that came out that uh, apparently PlayStation has not given out the numbers of how well or terrible PSVR 2 has been selling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone assumes that it's a complete disaster, but now it looks like that may not be the case. Oh, so either something some way or the other way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, well, it's not a disaster. We sold a bunch. Uh, Bloomberg is saying or anticipating that the PSVR 2 sold somewhere between 270 and 300,000 units. That's fair. Which would make it the fastest selling wired headset ever released. Okay. Uh, PSVR, the original one, took five months to reach 915,000 units, while PSVR may have reached a third of that in one month. But of course, we don't know because Sony hasn't put out the numbers yet. Yeah. Mm. Well, what, are there any good games for it? Yeah, I mean, Pavlov has been pretty good. Tentacular is pretty awesome. Mm. Okay. Other games are great. Did you play any of them? I played those two. <laughs> Every, each game I played is pretty good. I got a little bit of time off coming up, so I'm going to... Do you have the Horizon game? I do have the Horizon game. I haven't tried that yet. And I also have the second, uh, not Back for Blood. It's like the, it's one made by the same people who did uh, Until Dawn. Oh, Man of Medan? You're like sitting on a roller coaster, like going oh. through a track and you're shooting at stuff. Oh, uh, isn't that a PS4 game? Yes, this is the sequel. Oh, okay. okay. But I heard really bad things. I'm still going to play it, though. Yeah, it still sounds fun. I hope you get sick. <laughs> I probably will. I can't wait to get sick playing it, dude. Uh, but really big news, the biggest news of this last week is that the Suicide Squad game got delayed hard. Again? Uh, this was the one, Dr. Scientist, you remember, it's being done by Rocksteady, the people who did mm-hmm. the original trilogy of Batman games, yep. the really good yeah, ones. Yeah. Everyone I kind of remember, kind of remember. Uh, it was supposed to come out at the end of May, and I remember, too, the week before, people were like, we haven't heard any, like, marketing at all, and it's supposed to be out in a couple months. And then, like, the next couple days, they released that it's going to be remo- moved to February 2024. Oh. It'll never come out. I wasn't going to play <laughs> so it anyway, 11 so. months. Yeah. yeah, I don't think... You can't change it. No one's going to want to play it. I mean, people already have a bad taste in their mouth. Do you guys remember they put out the gameplay footage back in February, and then that was the stuff that looked like a live service game, but they were saying, no, it's not live service, guys. Yeah, yeah. So every, the backlash, I guess, caused them to go back to the drawing board a little bit. Well, more power to them, but still won't play it. <laughs> I would love for nothing else than Rocksteady to make a good Justice League game, or a good Suicide Squad game. I'd love to play it, but I don't know. That's not too... Uh... That's not it's too not uh, good. Too positive there. And then it, in other news, Konami employee arrested for allegedly attempting to murder his former boss. You guys hear yeah, about this? That's cool. <laughs> We've all been there. Uh, apparently, he, uh, <laughs> this guy who used to work at Konami, was arrested because he got into his boss's office and started hitting him in the head with a fire extinguisher. Oh, oh who hasn't done that? <laughs> yeah, the suspect is a 41 year old man who used to be on the same team. As the 48-year-old boss, they had a subordinate boss relationship, though the subordinate subordinate said he was subjected to power harassment by the boss, which led to him trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that's normal. Fucking weird. I guess so. Happens every day. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, taking place at a uh, video game thing. It doesn't really have much to do with video games. But it is related. A scorned ex-employee got fired up. Konami, Good story. Yeah, that's all I got for the vibe check. I was trying to end it on a fun article, but I couldn't find any. It was just the attempted murder. That's pretty fun. Yeah, (laughs) attempted murder. Well, that does it for the plotty time vibe check. Baby friend. (laughs) How about we get into the game, guys? How does that sound? 
Oh, shit. No, uh, uh, which game are we doing this week? I don't remember. Oh, my God. You'll love it. This week, we are playing Winback Covert Operations, oh. as it's known in North America. By the way, I always want to say WinHack, right? Like, you want to say WinHack. No. no? Just me? I want to say WinAmp. Yeah. <laughs> remember? Of yeah, remember WinAmp, man? Of course. Uh, this game was released September 30th, 1999. Number one song Ooh. in the country. Any guesses, gentlemen? This is a tough one. Uh, Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Good guess. Green Day. Time of your life. Also a great guess, but nope, you guys missed it by, I don't know, a couple months. I didn't look up when those songs were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys ready? I'll just get Bentley in here to sing it. Yeah. yeah. Where is he at? I think he's he went to the store. Oh, never came back. He wasn't prepared for that he question. He said he went out for cigarettes. And... Oh, oh, wait, no, oh, no. It's okay. He's back. He's back. <laughs> he, he, Dude, he gets... He's still in the other room, so be cool about this. You... I, <laughs> He gets fucking crazy when he doesn't get his new ports. Like crazy. Oh. How does he make money? <laughs> I don't know. So, no, hey, yeah. No, come on in. We're ready. Come on in, Bentley. Okay, you're back. All right, yeah. I want to hear Bentley smoke a smoker cough. I know. <laughs> what do you say? Nothing, nothing, man. Nothing. <laughs> Did Papa Scotch tell you I smoke? I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill Bentley. <laughs> it's, your it's your cue, dude. Sing the song. Oh, okay. I know this one. Here we go. <laughs> All right, hold on. That's, Wait, he, I just, uh, he had to listen to it, so it's got to be some weird one. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you can buy your hair if it won't grow. You can fix your nose if he says so. You can buy all the makeup that Matt can make. But if you can't look inside you, find out who I am to be in the position to make me feel so damn pretty. <laughs> it's Unpretty by Pink. You got the name of the song, but not the singer. Is it pink? Singer. Damn. Oh. It's not pink. I want to see. I want, oh, I could, I could. Oh, my God. I want to Shazam this. The song this is called Unpretty. I did not remember this at all until I watched the video, and I'm like, I've seen this video. Yeah, I, I, I could picture the video in my head, and I thought it was pink singing. Um, uh, uh, TLC. It's T-Boss. Oh. Left Eye. Chili? Chili. Yep. Chili. Yep. There you go. TLC, Unpretty. Chili was the normal one. I'd say the most normal one. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Left Eye, she burned down some guy's house. The Andre Risens. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Left Eye. Number one movie in the country. Any guesses for September 30th, 1999? Or should I just go into this tagline, which I'm pretty sure you probably won't get? Just do the tagline. Tagline is, he's a cop that's not. Believe that. He's a cop that's not. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Believe that. Believe that. Yes, that's the second sentence. Believe that. He's a cop that's not. Big Mama's house. No, but you're not that far off. Uh, Got Martin Lawrence on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, here we go. The synopsis. A former convict poses as a cop to retrieve a diamond he stole years ago. It is Martin Lawrence, isn't it? Yes. Not Blue Streak? It's Blue Streak. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? What are the I odds? Have, I had that the entire episode written down. And when you kept talking about Martin Lawrence, <laughs> I was like, no fucking way did he just bring that up. No way. Who also plays a cop in both movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, fake cop. <laughs> in one, he's a, a convict pretending he's a cop. and the other, he's a detective. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fucking wild that we just talked about two different Martin Lawrence movies. Oh, so it's a, it's a good movie, too. 
Anyway, September 30th, <laughs> 1960. The Flintstones, the first animated sitcom created by Hanna-Barbera, premieres on ABC in the United States. That was the first animated sitcom? Yeah. Huh. How about that? September 30th, 1960. Huh. Good to know. This game was released for Nintendo 64 and PS2, developed by Omega Force, published by Kawaii, I think is how we pronounce this word. Okay. K-O-E-I. It is a third-person stealthish cover-based shooter. Mm-hmm. I picked it this week, so you guys mind if I just like hop into this? No, go right through it, man. Yeah, you fucking go for it, bro. Okay, so I don't want to like whip this up or anything, but this could be the best game we're ever going (laughs) to. It's It's not going to be the worst. I don't know. I don't know because this had a story that made sense, so I don't think it's the worst. (laughs) Which is a criteria, and not a bar everybody passes. Anyway, so we start off with this intense scene where a base is being stormed by a bunch of bad dudes just shooting everybody, taking over command of this fucking satellite thing, and then destroying the Center for Space Development. (gasps) No. That Center for Space Development happened to house the controls of this fancy space laser weapon called the Gulf System. Hmm. Okay. What's Gulf stand for? I wish I would have written that down. Did you write that? I don't know. I don't think they said it. <laughs> no, but it's all in caps, right? Yeah, so I assume yeah. It meant it's definitely something. something. Nope, sure sure doesn't mean anything. Maybe it does. Hey, you win back heads out there. Go ahead and send <laughs> us an email. And we'll we'll we'd love to have that information. So we cut to the Secretary of Defense. He's in the middle of some kind of terrorist shitstorm here. He gets a message from the terrorists who are led by a guy named Kenneth Coleman. <laughs> The group is called the Crying Lions, which is that's not very terrorist. No, it could have been better. It probably was lost in translation. It had to have been. It's 99. It probably wasn't that great translated. It's probably like screaming lions. Yeah, or something like that. Hungry lions. Loud lions. I don't know. Yeah, some kind of like war cry, not like a sob. Yeah, not like... But real props on the terrorist leader named Kenneth Coleman. Yeah. That strikes fear into everyone. (laughs) But he's uh, he's from the co- the fictional country of Sarkozia. Their demands are they want all military personnel out of Sarkozia that you know invaded. Right. I guess the the subtext is that America or whomever this country is has been getting in their business. I'm not the only one who noticed this, right? But they did spell Sarkozia wrong every single time they said it in them. It's its own. It's made up. Yeah, but it did. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't how it was pronounced. Oh, okay. They want all the military personnel out of Sarkozia. They want everyone to apologize like publicly and say this was a mistake. And they want everybody who came in to swear to the world that they're never going to intervene with Sarkozia ever again. Yeah, that's something you can do. Yeah. I don't know why there were... I wrote this down. I don't know why I wrote this note. But the henchmen... There's two henchmen with, like, the face mask standing behind the main dude, which is, like, a Mm -hmm. staple terrorist blocking shot. Right. And they had, like, see-through rave shirts, which I thought was an... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you guys saw that, too. Like a net net shirt. Hey, man. It's interesting. Yeah, it's well. a it's a interesting choice, and uh, the Secretary of Defense then contacts the SCAT team. Yeah, terrible what a anagram. fucking terrible name. Real bad. They're the Special Covert Action Team, led by I have led by Jean Luc Cougar, but he's not actually the he's not the leader. Leader. We play as Jean Luc Cougar, and the crew is Great actually name, by the way. run by a guy by the name of yeah. Dan. Dan. Yeah, and uh, we're we're flying in their helicopter they're going over the uh the plan here which is to enter the golf complex and reclaim it 
We meet a whole bunch of people here in this team. Uh, I just wrote Dan, Jake, Nerd Guy, Lady, Bullcut, Matt, Law. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Gray hair. Um, they We will get to their names, but these guys all come back at some point. Yeah. But uh, as they're flying in, their mission gets attacked. Jean-Luc barely makes it out as the last dude before the helicopter explodes in the air. They're oh. scattered all over this place Helica- and they need to regroup. Bingo spot. Helicopter crash. Yep. Absolutely. And then like being separated from your team. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, this hits all of them. I'm, is that's that's two so far? We don't have anything about disposable other characters. We should probably think of something. Yeah. Well, 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 get, get to us on the socials and let us know. Yeah. So Jean Luc uh, lands. <laughs> he fights through. He finds uh, Matt. Um, oh. Yeah. So this scene <laughs> is interesting. Um. Okay. So we find Matt, and uh, Matt is the black dude in the group. All right. Yeah. I was gonna say. And uh, we immediately get like they've they know each other. They've uh, uh, probably worked together. Uh, they're very personal with each other, John, Luke, and Matt. And Matt just immediately goes into, "Oh man, when I get home, I am gonna do all." So you know he's dead. Like mm-hmm. you know he's gonna die, oh, and yeah. he does immediately. Yeah, immediately sniped in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go running. Yeah, he's like, oh. oh. Thank God you're here. Now I can just fucking take out from under this cover. Now I can run into the wide open yeah. where they've been shooting at me. And he gets killed immediately by a, a blonde dude in a weird garb, which we later find out is Lieutenant Carlisle. Yes, yes. So John Luke continues. He does a boss fight with Leah. She's, she like, all the main bosses in this game don't look anything like the terrorist organization. They're all, like, doing their own thing. Yeah, they're all, like, mercenaries. I kind of like that, though. (laughs) They're not all... They stood out compared to the regular soldiers. Right. I just felt like it was not... Like, it was so far out from what the rest of the military was wearing (laughs) that it felt a little jarring. I do like the fact that they all have their own personalities. Like, this first one, Leela, just had, like, an M60... like Like, a machine gun, and she had some kind of, like... Sports bra strap situation and pants with one leg missing. <laughs> yep. Which I found very confusing. But either way, you kill her, you move on, and then you run into Jake, who saves your life. And uh, uh, this, this, this is, yeah. So Jake is like... A racist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> Dude, when he said so, he was one of the good ones, I, I had to just... I was uh, like, are you talking about... Uh, <laughs> That is definitely someone who translated that didn't understand the weight of saying, oh, he's one of the good <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah. I just wrote, holy shit, in my notes, huge. Yeah, that, that's definitely like that a really bad translation. Yeah, one like, of the good what, Jake? One of the good yeah. what? It, it's, a, it's a translation of someone who knows what the words are supposed to be, but doesn't understand the context of the words. He was one of the good yeah. sniper bullet catchers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, we could be giving this a lot of leeway here i assume that they tried to say he was one of like the he's best. a good soldier yeah yeah something like that yeah 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 like if i can only pick two people from this team matt would be one of them you know like one of those situations but that was guys give it like get somebody to go over this again <laughs> Even in 99 that was not really appropriate at all but let's let's go past that horrible scene and jake and john luke they meet up with thomas after they secure the elevator but they don't have a code for it. Thomas is like the younger dude who's kind of a nerd. Yeah, hackery type guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he heads to the control room. He's also really weird about it. 
Yeah. Like, no, you guys stay here. I'll do it by myself. This is my job. Blah, blah, blah. And John Luke goes to back him up. Do we all know people like this at work? Yeah, of course. Where he goes to back him up and he hears the terrorist rigged bombs in the entire building. Of course they did. You've John Luke finds Tom. He tells him, like, here's some explosives to go fuck around with if doors are a problem. Why'd they put bombs there if that's the only place you can control the... I assume it's sign of a last stand suicide mission. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Kind of like they do in The Rock. If we don't have control of it, no one will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you start defusing the five bombs, and you run into Lisa, who had been separated during the mission, and she says, I I wrote this down. I don't know what to make of it, but she says the quote, I promised my mom I wouldn't die until she sees me in a wedding dress. Yeah, there's some misogyny in this game, too. Yeah, this was clearly a game written by just men. Mm -hmm. There's many more examples of this. That's the only one that really stuck out to me, but... Oh, there's a whole bunch. Uh, T- John Luke finds Thomas in the control room. He tells him he's not. This is a weird meeting, too. I mean, I, we probably should have just skipped over it, but he goes in the control room and he's like, I haven't found all the bombs yet. And Thomas is like, well, get the fuck out of here so I can hack the Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you yeah, wasting find time talking it's, to me? Fuck off. It seems like uh, something you don't have to do. Yeah. Like, it was like just, if you go yeah. back before you're finished, that's conversation. What he says. That was thrown in the video. I just thought it was fun because he was like, dude, what? well, then fuck off. Like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> you get all those bombs. What the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah. Uh, then as John Luke, you play as John Luke the whole time. I shouldn't just say as John Luke. But then John Luke fights a dude dressed in pink named Leon. That's his com- That's his character. Interesting character. Yeah. And then you talk to Jake over the radio and together they put it together that they've defused all the bombs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I only got two more to go. He's like, oh, well, I did, I did, I did two. two. Yeah. All right. Cool. Unless they were ones you did already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the way that this was worded, I was like, Jake is clearly the spy. That's what like, I clearly, thought too. Clearly a spy at this point. We all know that going into it. You're like, I've, I've been disabling bombs. And Jake's like, oh, uh, uh, how many did you get? <laughs> and he's like, I did three. Oh, that, yeah, I got the other two, so we're good. Yeah. Like, it was very weird the way yeah. it was. It was very obvious he was how the bad guy the whole five? time. They overheard somebody. Oh. Yeah, they overheard them saying there were five. All right. They go back to find Thomas and be like, hey, dude, we get, we did it. We defused the bombs. But Thomas is dead on the <gasps> fucking floor. Shot in the back. Oh, no. It had to be Jake, man. Did That's why time? I assumed it was Jake. Like, it had to be somebody new. Did mm-hmm. he have time to, I don't know. Write the code in his own blood? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he did, because now they can get on the fucking elevator. Oh, good. And then John Luke tells Lisa and Jake, Lisa feels terrible. Jake really doesn't seem to give a shit. He's like, well, we got to keep moving. That's yeah. the mission. Yeah. Again, sowing the seeds of of doubt. With I'm, I, At this point, I was 100% sure Jake is just going to oh, turn. Well, we all know he is, so just keep going with the story. Yeah, but then you're like, I have a bad feeling about this. I'll go along, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were so many instances of him being like, I got a bad feeling. I'm going to go alone. And then Lisa's like, well, if you have a bad feeling, why the fuck would you go by yourself? There's several of us. Yeah. Here. Like someone's got to get your back. There's so many times where they're just bad soldiers. They are, dude. Most of these games have bad soldiers. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be fun, right? There'd just be a bunch of soldiers yeah. working as a unit, destroying doing, their, doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> so as we uh, continue on, John Luke goes down. He kills a bunch of dudes to clear the area, and uh, he boss fights this guy named Ryan. Awesome guy. Mm-hmm. He looked like some kind of. This is the guy with a minigun, right? He has a machine gun, and he looks, he's yeah. dressed like a knight, like of the round table. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Cool dude. And my notes just say he loves grenades and sleeves with flames. Yep. He says that, I believe. <laughs> Hope so. So you fight. You almost kill him. He's like on his die moments, and he's like, well, fuck you, and then blows himself up with what I'm assuming 
is now a reverse sack move? Yeah. There you go. Like there was yeah. there was no need to die or sacrifice yourself. I was trying to figure it out in my head what reverse sack move was. Like Suicide save bomb. your life to get him? Wait, that doesn't make sense. Kill your life kill yourself to fuck somebody else over. Yeah. yeah. The bad to guy save thing. absolutely nobody. Yeah. Right. To screw everybody else over. So kill yourself or go into certain death to make other people's lives worse. He seems really dedicated to cause. He just he kills sure himself does. to blow up the controls for the elevator, right? Yeah. So they can't go down the elevator. It's like, ha ha, this is the only way to do this. <laughs> um, so John Luke heads back upstairs because no one, everyone's just waiting by the elevator like, hey, did you uh, check it out? Or mm-hmm. And then two new assholes from the team showed up. Keith, who is this dude with, is he of glasses? He's like a low confidence nerd type yeah. guy. Yeah, they're both like nerdy. And then Mike is an overconfident fat guy with goggles on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So nerd. And then the whole group moves on because they heard that law was around. Yeah, well, we can't go to the elevator anymore. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> Everyone leaves John Luke to fight off the bad guys coming after them. Well, no, they're again, going to the, the freight elevator, which was supposed to be taken by law and the other guys because they're supposed right. to split up and take those. Got to run away with Steve yeah. to get to the second floor. But this is, again, a moment where they all leave together. There's bad guys coming. John Luke says, I'll stay here and hold them off so you guys can get away. And Lisa's like, why don't we fucking all stay here and kill the guys that are coming? And Jake's like, nah, he got this. And everyone just fucking leaves. Yeah, they're not. It's technical limitations of the PlayStation 2. I know, but it, it just seems <laughs> silly. Point. I know it's but... in the story. But anyway, John Luke kills everybody, including the boss fight with a guy by the name of Sergeant Thunder and his flamethrower. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Die government scum, he says. I was confused. Why does Sergeant thunder have a flamethrower wouldn't it make more sense if he had a rocket launcher he can't pick his own name man that was his actual last name john thunder yeah john thunder sounds amazing (laughs) it'd be like why would they call you sergeant scotch (laughs) he doesn't even drink it (laughs) yeah it's it'd be me hucking molotov cocktails that would make the most sense that would yeah okay so imagine that scenario but instead they gave me a flamethrower that makes as much sense as molotov cocktail the same thing So John Luke continues on. <laughs> he finds Steve shot several times from behind, just like Thomas was. What? Well, they shouldn't leave him alone like that, man. Yeah. And this was the dude that was in the chopper that had like gray hair, but he was a younger dude. And I don't think he said an ent- a word the entire game. I don't think he no, did. No, no. He definitely was dead. And you never saw him alive. <laughs> John Luke still is not putting it together that, hey, he was killed the same way as Tom. So we continue on where John Luke fights a boss guy named Duke who had Keith pinned down in the warehouse and was, mm-hmm. like, playing with him, I guess. He shot him in the leg. Yeah, he was just trying to... Yeah, it looks like it was, like, the last moment of Keith's life, and then you show up and you kill, you save Keith's life by killing Duke. He took one in the leg, like you said, and uh, he's like, hey, I, I got shot and told everyone to just go ahead. So I guess they just leave... They just... This is they the thing this unit everybody. does. everybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, I... There's a mission to accomplish. I stubbed my toe, so I was like, go on without me, dude. It's gonna take me a minute. Yeah, there's... Uh, it, it, oh, they're just bad soldiers. <laughs> yep. Well, it is time. Time is of the essence. Yes, it is an important mission. I suppose. So they abandon him. John Luca then abandons him to get back to the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, don't worry about me. Just go get those creeps is mm-hmm. what he says. So you do the same thing and just leave everybody. And then you find Law who took a shot in the guts. <gasps> oh, yeah. He's just resting in a pool of his own blood. Yeah. Yeah. He's not in a good spot. So he... You're like, I'm going to stay here and we're going to fight. He's like, okay, great. And then pushes you in the elevator and does a sack move where he kills a whole bunch of dudes. Sack move. And yeah. 
and then he kind of succumbs to the bullet. He he goes on his two knees, and then is it Cecil? Carlisle. Is that name I have? Carlisle? Why do I have Cecil? Carlisle shows up, sees him on his knees, and just shoots him right in the face. Pretty badass. Oh, yeah. At least you know Law's dead for sure. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. But I guess, is this supposed to be a thing, too, where we're like, well, that's not the guy who killed those two. They were shot in the back. Yeah. Maybe. That's because Jake's still alive on your team. He's going to shoot you in the back. Whoa, relax. I like this. Yep. On to the next boss. Gun. <laughs> like, who made this game? Did they did know these were like scat and gun? And, oh. It's funny because that's what I have in my notes. That's the name they went with, gun. <laughs> and he looks like a TV cameraman from Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what yeah, he looks like. Right. So you kill him, and then after some elevator bullshit, John Luke and Mike head downstairs to find Jake who then gets shot by Banderas. Oh, Antonio? Yes, the very same. He has an American accent, and he's dressed like Guile from Street Fighter, but he calls himself Banderas. Yeah, he's got dual Uzis, too. It's a melting pot. It is. This, uh, Sarkozy is a very diverse country. (laughs) But yes. And then this point, I took a little, uh, took a little inventory here. Who's still alive? We got Lisa. Yep. Yep. Um, Jake just ate shit, so he's dead. Which is the guy you thought was going to trade on you the whole time. So I was, I was a hundred percent sure he was. Me, the me guy. too, me too. Until he got shot in the back. Just because in the opening sequence, he's a dick. Like, well, he, well, no, in the opening sequence, when the terrorists were coming on the first facility, there was a like a small time where these three dudes were at like consoles. One stops, turns around, shoots the other two. Like he was clearly a plant. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, clearly there's one in this group. That was a little that was a little clue. And then I, I turned out I was reading into it way too much. <laughs> All right. Who's alive? Lisa? Keith, Lisa? Is a, Keith is shot in the leg. You don't know if he's dead or not. He's not with the group. He's back there. Yeah. Jean-Luc, obviously. That's you. Yeah. And uh, you've never heard anything about your commander. No, Dan, we have no idea. He could be dead. At this point, I assumed he was dead in the chopper. I didn't think. Any, I forgot about Dan. Yeah, so did I. They mentioned him like once going with Law, but Law was there by himself. Yeah, there was like a couple times where they're like, did you ever see Dan or... And everyone's like, no. So John Luke continues on and he sees Lisa. That Now that he's met up with the group, he sees that Lisa is being held captive by a guy named Death Mask. Yeah. Oh, shit. And the big bad Cecil's like, you need to surrender right now. And Lisa's like, you need to shoot them in the face. So they knock her out. Yeah, and then... Yeah. Of course. With a gut punch. With a gut punch. And you start... Like, uh, you know, being like, all right, I'll put down my gun, whatever. And then out of nowhere, Jake shows up behind you. Yeah. Jake out of Guns fucking nowhere, dude. Shoots Death Mask. And then Cecil really kills Jake. This yeah, day. I put He's... Jake jumps in and shoots, then gets murked. Yeah, sure yeah. does. Saves the day one last time. He was the hero we always needed. Yeah, we always knew he was. We never thought he was a traitor. So, and then I'm going to pause here briefly because we have three different endings to this mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so we have two that are extremely similar. Yeah, and one, oh, one okay. that's completely different. All right. And one's completely different. So we're going to start with the good ending. Uh, there's the good ending, the normal ending, which is pr- I couldn't find anything different. Like, I read the synopsis like four times on each. Yeah. There was something slightly different. I forget what it was. But it wasn't, it was mostly the same thing. So I'm just going to skip that and we'll go with the good ending. And uh, in the good ending, Cecil and Colonel Kenneth have a little bit of a talk in the command post. Remember, Kenneth Coleman's the bad guy from the beginning of this fucking yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. 
And then Cecil's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a great day. And he shoots him right in the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, fuck that. He's like, I don't give two shits about Sarkozy. I want I money. money. Then Dan, the commanding officer of your division, shows up out of fucking nowhere. Didn't he die in the helicopter crash? No, apparently not. <gasps> not only did he not die, but he's Kenneth Coleman's brother. Oh, my God. Wow, it's amazing. They, nobody knew that. Yeah, that nobody did any fucking back. So he's like, guys, um, they, they talk a lot. Yeah. And Dan's like, maybe this terrorism thing is bad. And uh, the uh, and it was really weird because he's talking through like his whole backstory and saying all this shit. And the only reason I could see any of this, like the only reason for any of this happening is so Lisa could hear it. Yeah. And then yeah. tell John Luke when you show up. So I thought that was kind of dumb and out of place. But anyway, John Luke shows up and Lisa tells him about the whole thing and the betrayal and everything like that. And we all know Dan's a bad guy. And Dan's like, well... If you think I'm a bad guy, come get me in the main control room. We'll have a talk. And then I was like, why is he targeting John Luke? Like, is there a backstory here of Dan and John Luke? No, he just knows you're a soldier. Yeah, you're a subordinate. Yeah. So you two, John, John Luke and Dan, meet up and have this whole confrontation about how Dan is a bad guy and the whole thing is his plan and the whole thing is the right thing to do. He goads him into fighting. You fight. Dan, as he's dying, tells John Luke he did it because of fate. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He even sabotaged his own chopper he was on. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like fate. No. Nah. The longest fucking death scene I've ever seen <laughs> where Dan tells the entire story of how he's from Sarkozy. He's half Sarkozy. When I was three, I learned how to swing on the swings in Sarkozy. <laughs> yeah, and right. it is, this goes on for a long time, guys. Yeah. Like a long time. Oh, he's only half Sarkozy, by the way. That's right. right. And then his dad stayed there to fight the re- whomever they were fighting. And then I even wrote my notes, who cares, Dan? Because I was taking notes of what he was saying and eventually just stopped. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, you came to America. You fought against... Yeah. Uh, His brother came took Came to over. America. Became part of the military. Went to Sarkozy to fight the Sarkozians. Found himself on the opposite side of his brother on the battlefield. And we're supposed to feel bad about Dan and his journey and his family getting ripped apart by this war. And I don't give a fuck. He still sucks. How did they know they were brothers when they met? I don't I mean, know how the U.S. government wouldn't have known he was half Sarkozyan and not done that sentiment. But I mean, like in the middle of a battle, you're fighting Sarkozyans, and then you're like, "Wait a minute!" I thought something happened with him getting captured and any kind of yeah, like, like he was injured or something, and then it, it turns out it was his brother and his yeah. dad or whatever. But it didn't make any sense. Like how how do you know? It it does not make sense. Okay. And then Cecil shows up for some reason, because I guess he you didn't kill him the first time, even though he was clearly dead. Yeah. So you shoot him a bunch until he does actually die. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa shows up, and John Luke is like, okay, you need to destroy this building and all the satellite. Like, yeah, so all nobody can do anything with it, because the weapon is too years powerful ahead. for any yeah. co- one country. The world isn't ready for this firepower, bro. Yeah, doesn't he say, like, turn it 180? And just turn the boosters on. Like, yeah. just send it away from her. Oh, yeah, and she's like, okay, great. Yeah, so I'm going to, what? <laughs> like, there's that moment. Yeah. But anyway, you're left with your three survivors, John, Luke, Keith, who made it. Good job, Keith. Good job. And uh, Lisa get extracted from the island. So that is the good and pert near all the normal ending. Mm-hmm. Success. Now, I couldn't find anything much about the bad ending except for the synopsis. So I'm just going to read through this real quick. Was that like if you take too long to... To beat the game. Yeah, because the weapon takes 
two to three hours or something to fire. To recharge. So yeah. if you take longer than three hours to get to certain points in the game, it'll fire. And it could fire twice during the game. Oh. Yes, you're right. I should have mentioned that. But the ending quality, I guess, is the word we're looking for, yeah. is determined by how fast you get to the control room. Right. So in the bad ending, John Luke finds both Lisa and Jake dead in the generator room, both presumably killed by Cecil. Yeah. Upon reaching the satellite control room, John Luke finds Cecil waiting for him. Cecil tells John Luke that he was too late. The satellite has already fired twice, destroying the Pentagon and the White House. Sick. Those are very close to one another. I feel like one hit would have got both of them. Depends on how big that is, though. Yeah, it's just a laser. It's a concentrated laser. <laughs> yeah. If it's just blowing up single buildings, sure. Okay, whatever. Let's just not split hairs. Let's roll through this. John Luke confronts and kills Cecil and then goes in the communications room to find Kenneth Coleman. Pleased that his objective and cause were a success, they talk. Kenneth shoots himself, because I guess he won. And then John Luke and Keith are the only survivors of Operation Winback, which is ultimately a failure. That doesn't make any sense. Why would Kenneth kill himself? It doesn't. It's like, well, got all, got everything done in my life. I, I think want he to not just think he realized he was being taken over. Oh, see, yeah, either kill himself or become yeah. a prisoner. Yeah, yeah but exactly. still, it's like, well, I blew up the White House and the Pentagon. That should end the war. What the fuck? All right, whatever. That's it. That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Um, so let's just go ahead and we'll just roll right into final thoughts while we're at it. All right. All right. Cool. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, who wants to start? I think Chump Slap needs yeah, to start. Yeah, I don't think I started in a minute. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. I'll take some questions. You want to shoot? Go ahead, shoot. Sure. Did uh, watching this video make you want to get your win back? Oh, sick. You just copied did what this... you said last week. <laughs> did this story work for you? Or, did it or was it out? stupid and hack? Ooh. Ah, I knew it was hack. That's what I just said. <laughs> And what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd use to bring it all back? Does it make me want to play? No. I don't want to play a third-person shooter. I definitely don't want to play a third-person cover-based shooter. So, no. Did the story work for me? No. Not really. I mean, as a basic story of this crew gets dropped off to try to stop terrorists from using a laser weapon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess that did work because that's what they did. But every other part of the story was just stupid. I didn't like it at all. I did like how a lot of people died. <laughs> a lot of them did, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nice. But they died being terrible soldiers, you know? Doing what they loved. <laughs> and this was, wasn't this a military, like, special unit? Yeah, it's the SCAT unit, dude. I know, bro. <laughs> like, is this is supposed to be the best of the best, and these people look like they got pulled off the street at, and get, after getting, like, a weekend at a military camp. Yeah, they all died, like, oh, God. Well, except for the ones that were shot in the back. I suppose, yeah, we didn't really assess the quality of them soldiering. Yeah. Except for Tom, who's like, ah, I got this by myself. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I mean, it was... Dude, typical IT guy. Yeah, it was right. all silly. Typical IT guy. But, I mean, I can't hate on it, because, I mean, it did tell the... No, I can hate on it. It sucked. <laughs> so, score out of 27. I mean, it's we've seen it a thousand times. It's getting old hat at this point. But, I mean, this is this is just so boring. I, I, I didn't really enjoy it at all. So, I'm just going to give it a, a three. It's, okay. It's a bad three. game. And you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, then, uh, how about we move on to the scientist? See what he, uh, what kind of answer he gives here. Do you All have right. any questions for him there, Sir Chumpslap? Uh, okay, I might be able to throw one or two. Oh, good. Was the story pretty good, or was it just buns? And out of twenty-seven stars, how many does this guns? It's loose butthole. <laughs> so loose butthole. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Would I play it? No. Hey, you know, I don't play these games. The story works for me. Uh, I don't hate on it as much as Chumpslap did. Yeah. It was. I mean, you're supposed to be a special unit going in here. I mean, there was a lot of uh, cliched video game characters in it. But yeah. they were all different, at least. They weren't, there wasn't like a bunch of soldiers who all looked the same. They at least threw a fat guy in there. <laughs> sure, they did. Well, he, he had got goggles. That. He was fucking cool. And, and it's just a story of them trying to go stop a terrorist. And I do like the fact that you can fail and lose. You can go through the entire game, technically beat it, and still get the bad ending. You're like, oh, well, the terrorist didn't lose or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Dan's backstory really needed to change. <laughs> Some, I don't know. Uh, that was probably the worst part. Yeah, it's kind of it's did, stupid. I did like how they hooked and baited you with Jake. I thought Jake was the thing all around, but uh, of course, even... you never even knew Dan existed until he was there. Seriously, but uh, yeah, it was all right. Ain't that bad. We oh, we've done a lot of worse. I gave it five stars. That's okay. A, yeah, I guess that's fair. It's always fair. That's how the system works. Well, yeah, it's always correct. I don't know if it's system fair. <laughs> system is perfect. We've been over this. We're the most accurate podcast in the game. Damn, Skippy, buy that shirt now. Untouched. Um, I would like to also answer questions. Anybody got any? Uh... I don't. I got a couple. Okay. Did watching this video make you want to play this covert operation? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Because how do you want? Now you got to run with operation. Was the story pretty good, or could it have used an operation? Nice, perfect. And out of 27 stars, how many would you give this? Operation. Covert operation. Thanks for asking. Um, I feel like somebody, I think it was the same year as Metal Gear Solid came out. Oh, so someone did it better. Well, well, the, the thing is, I feel like this was being developed at the same time as Metal Gear Solid. And then at some point... The team for Winback was like, dude, that shit's way too serious. No one's going to want that. Let's make this arcadey and make the bosses have ridiculous personalities, even if it doesn't match the story at all. That's, I mean, even if that is true. That's what Metal Gear's doing. Their, their story was much more understandable than Metal Gear's. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot going on in Metal Gear. And though I will say, Metal Gear Solid, we've covered that game, and that story makes sense, but... Boy, that series dissolve, devolves into fucking nonsense. It kind of makes sense. It was actually, uh, Metal Gear Solid was a year earlier in 98. So it makes sense that this is a Metal Gear Solid clone. Mm, yes. Did the watching this video make me want to play it? Not really. I don't think the story was captivating enough to sit through this stupid gameplay and seeing all these characters make the same dumb mistakes and being bad soldiers. I think I'd just get mad. Yeah, it I'd just be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it doesn't make me want to play. Play it. Did the story work for me? I mean, at a basic level, it, it did because it was them storming a base. But uh, it felt like these weren't soldiers. They didn't feel like a unit. They did. They knew each other. There was some kind of history there, which was nice to see. But it wasn't any history involving combat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were friends from high school. Like you always see, like in Predator or a billion other of those '80s action movies. There's always a scene where they're like. Do you think this is going to get as hairy as it was in Donang in 67? Yeah, yeah. Cause, and they always like, oh, shit, that was crazy. There's a history there. 
Right. And this just was like, let's pull up a bunch of assholes together that do not look like soldiers. <laughs> Give them bright blue vests and send them on their way. So I guess the story worked for me at a base level, but the whole thing with Dan assumingly dead on the helicopter and then coming back in the last second, I really feel like they didn't earn that. No, yeah. I, I hated that. I hated that he was one of the most important characters. and Yeah, he has just, a whole backstory. He has so much backstory. And he says it all as he's dying, so I can't get behind that. Um, so what score would I give it? I'll split the difference and I'll give it a four. I think it did some things right with really moving the action and the pacing along, but the characters who are supposed to be these this special unit made the dumbest fucking choices ever. <laughs> like just like choices where the three of us who have never been in a combat scenario <laughs> would even be like we could all make it out of there alive. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like, let's go uh, set, like, split up and defuse the bombs in this base just littered with bad dudes. I feel like even us at that point would be like, let's stay together and get the fuck out of here. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah. So, four, which gives us a total score of 12 for this game. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Sounds about perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was bummed out. I really thought, like, people talk very highly of this game. Really? I don't know. Because the gameplay didn't even look fun. No, I mean, 12... What that gives that's that's not a great great look for this year. Uh, but the, you'd have to go all the way back to. Uh, I see. I can't even find one. I'm still going back. Can't find a twelve. We got a fourteen with black site area fifty one. <laughs> it was about two better than this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a ten for just cause. And ooh, I found a twelve. Guess what? We gave a twelve to. You're not going to get it. It's fifty cent bulletproof. <laughs> I might have guessed that. I, I can see them time. being exactly. Yeah, well, I can't see them. The system's perfect. They're exactly the same. It is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I can see them being equal. That I feel makes sense. That way. Makes sense. Yep. I mean, I gotta tell you guys, I'm a little shocked about the year we've had so far. And the reason I say that is because last year all of our worst games were single digits, and we this year we don't any. have a single digit game yet. Give me time. Well, you—he's know, the one that's gonna pick them. He's gonna start looking for them now. <laughs> yeah. No, come on. You might have picked the worst games already. We're only stuck with semi-decents. Guys, I've been trying. You know, I <laughs> yeah. really thought... This was kind of close. Yeah. Rise of Nightmares would be trash, and it wasn't. It was a Connect game. Who would have thought that'd be good? Anyway, so <laughs> that gives us a total score of 12. So let's go ahead and wrap this up and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon Rock and Rock. It's a Pokemon. Every week we ask Dr. Scientist for 1% radical, amazing Pokemon, and he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what Pokemon you got for us this week? I'm just going to do my uh, favorite Gen 4 Pokemon. Ooh, Gen 4. Yep. It's uh, called Spiritomb. It's, it's just a little ghost, but the only description is it's 108 ghosts stuck in a keystone. Constant mischief and misdeeds. Spiritomb? Yeah. Looks kind of like that fart cloud from Rick and Morty. Yeah, kind of. But uh, one of the cool things about it is that it's tight batch. It's ghost and dark, which at the time gave it no weaknesses. So it was kind of cool. Hmm. Now it has. Holy weaknesses. fuck. This thing is dense. Three feet, three inches, weighing 238. This weighs more than milk tank. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That's insane. it's shorter than milk tank, too. And it's and it's 108 spirits. So that's how much the stone weighs. Oh, damn. This is a type ghost dark. Yeah. In Gen 4, they had no weaknesses, but now it has one because they added fairy Pokemon and they're strong against dark. Oh, wow. Interesting. Hmm. And that's your favorite Gen 4 Pokemon? Yeah. That, that didn't sound very 
enthusiastic. It, it's the best one. It's my favorite one. Not for use, but as aesthetic. It does look pretty badass. I will say that. And it's filled with ghosts. Like, yeah. well, I mean, what's not the love? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the 13 ghosts of uh, Pokemon. <laughs> now you sold me. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't in, but if you put on those glasses that emits eyes in my eyeballs, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll I'll be able to see the ghosts. I'm in. That's it, Spirit Tomb. There you go, Spirit Tomb. So with that, our favorite radical Pokemon lock of the week. We're gonna move to our second final segment, which is our favorite segment, obviously. Chomp slaps this or that. It's this or that, and I'm gonna go for another six or seven. Just watch and see. Five. Five, you think? Yeah. All right. All right well, we're gonna see because every week. I give Sir Chompslat seven different prompts. And this week, he's going to have to tell us if that prompt is a drug that helps your urine flow. Flomax, right. Or is it a Dr. Seuss character? The, the Lorax, okay. So. Seuss or piss? Seuss. Or Seuss piss. Flomax, Lorax. Pee drug. Yep. Those are the okay. only two I can think of. <laughs> Sir Chompslat. Are you ready? Bring them on, bro. Okay, here we go. Number one, Euromax. That's a drug. Lorax. Two, <laughs> Seuss. Flomax. <laughs> drug. <laughs> Flummox. Seuss. Rapaflow. Drug. Zax. Drug. Thing one. <laughs> Seuss, obviously. That gives us a total score of six out of I knew, seven. I knew he got one wrong. Five. I knew it. Again. Six it was the fifth one seven. he got wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, Zax, you actually Zax. got incorrect. Yeah. Zax is not a pee drug. It is a Dr. Seuss book. But going down the list, Euromax is a pee drug. Lorax is a Dr. Seuss. Flomax, pee drug. Flummox, Dr. Seuss. Rapaflow, pee drug. Zax, Dr. Seuss. Thing one, Dr. Seuss. Six of seven again. Uh, do you feel like this standard is consistently attainable, Sir Chompslap? I think so. I think... I I'm pretty solid with a six, yeah. Damn, you've had a lot of six out of sevens. It's pretty impressive, I gotta say. I'm, I'm gonna might have to try and like uh, trip you up on some tough ones here. Hey, man, do what you gotta do. I'll still get oh. six. Okay. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love it. But uh, let's say someone had I don't know an email they wanted to send us. Where would they send that to? Well, they send it to playtimeatgmail.com. You know how it goes. I'll read and respond, blah, blah, blah. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials, and I don't have anything funny to say because I'm running out of steam, how would they do that, <laughs> Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or stop by the subreddit and say some bullshit. I don't care. Yeah, if you got some jokes for us or some wild pictures of a spirit tomb eating Dr. Scientist, we'd love to see it. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, it'd be cool. And uh, if you want to help us out, go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. That'd be awesome. You can also go to our official, unofficial, no, it's always official store, <laughs> plottytime.com, which redirects you to our eBay store where you can buy shit. It's pretty dope. There's good stuff there. Uh, that about does it for us. So, as always, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Ham Man, and Louise Guzman. Don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.